0: Folks, ready for yet another episode of The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show, which is proudly brought to you by Retrovision, ESA Sport, and Everlast Sports Drinks. My name is Orazio Santalucia, and I'm here every week delivering Peel Cricket's best news. This is the best podcast for Peel Cricket in the whole wide world, believe it or not. Well, it is, isn't it? I'm waiting here, waiting for someone to dispute it. <laughs> God, I'm full of it sometimes. Um, yeah, look, uh, episode fifteen. We've got there pretty quick. Episode fifteen, and this is the Country Week special. Um, you don't have to be Einstein to work out. We didn't have any uh, PCA cricket, no Peel Cricket Association cricket last weekend because of the uh, traditional Country Week um, block. So uh obviously play Saturday, then the Country Week players play Sunday through to Friday with a day off on the Tuesday. And um, yeah, so the Saturday was a day off, which was probably good for some. I know some that had a buy before Country Week. That's two weeks off and only had a week or so on and all that sort of stuff. But look, it's it's a funny time for cricket at this time of the year. We uh, we do it out, we do it all the time. We shoot ourselves in the foot and we don't exactly get um, any great guidance in regards to fixturing and getting it all right from uh, from the top, because you can see all the mess that international cricket's in and trying to fixture the big bash. and Yeah, you know that comp, the big bash? Um, the only good thing about it is, hey, the Perth Scorchers are in the final, and as, as you're listening to this, uh, I am recording this on Thursday night, and you'll uh, hopefully listen to this from Friday onwards, and uh, Friday night the, uh, the mighty Perth Scorchers will be out there trying to knock off the nemesis, which is the Sydney Sixers. And, uh, geez, didn't they have a, a dramatic end to their game last night? Um, it'd be interesting to um, hear what some people are thinking about the way that that game ended. Uh, for those that weren't watching, and I don't blame you. I mean, I know I've, I haven't watched much of it, to be honest. I've seen the highlights, little clips here and there, but I haven't watched many games live um, just hasn't grabbed me this year. The timing doesn't quite work when every game's over East. You know, four thirty starts. Not not really a great time for us over here. So um, yeah. So basically, it got down to the uh, the last over. Sydney Sixers were, as you probably heard, if you if you have been following a little bit, they're on their last legs. They're running out of players left, right, and centre. And um, Jordan Silk got injured during the game, so he was he was on one leg, and they needed. Needed a few off the last, few, you know, few balls, and uh, I, I don't know how they did it. I don't know, um, and it's it's bad of me not to know. But end of the day, uh, they made a bit of an in-game substitution and and put a fit guy uh, into run for the last ball. Essentially, they needed two off the last ball, and they they did a, a little interchange. They they screamed out, basically retired Jordan Silk hurt, and uh, put a fit man in to run. Um, didn't matter in the end because um. Hayden Kerr, who uh, tell you what, he, he might he might get into national honors before too long. Um, hit a four anyway. Where am I going with this? Um, <laughs> yeah, country week special. So this week's show, what do we got? We're gonna have a little bit of a wrap up of our uh, senior country men's country week. That is, um, unfortunately, the A grade boys couldn't get it done back to back. They got to back to back grand finals. So to to play two wacker grand finals is. Uh, Pretty amazing, and to have that experience alone is is pretty fantastic, but couldn't get done in the end, and we'll have a little chat about Country Week um, a little bit later on. We'll also talk about um, Women's Country Week, which was also held uh, at the end of last week. Uh, more. In the last week and into early this week, had a chat to uh, three of the girls in uh, Skipper Ashley, uh, Holly Astle, who I've had on the show before, who's the uh, PCA women's delegate and uh, major driver of uh, the women's competition here in the PCA, and uh, Beck McLennan, who's the PJCA president, but uh, she put her playing cap on. She plays for Mandra in the um, Beyond Bank ladies competition and having an absolute ball and um, she stopped organizing cricket and played cricket and had an absolute ball. So we'll have a chat to the girls and you can see that they had an absolute amazing time. Um, You can hear it in their voice in the chat and uh, the, the chat amongst themselves online Um, through the various Facebook pages and and, and stuff has been amazing to see that excitement. And and I just hope that that leads into something moving forward. And and we see a hardball competition evolve um, and have a real pathway here in the Peel region for for females, not only um, representative cricket, i.e. Rockingham, Mandarin and Premier Cricket, but we're going to have a community hardball competition as well, which will really nearly be the icing on the cake for what's available here in the Peel Cricket Association because we're also going to talk about uh, Retrovision Premier T20 League. Uh, We were back in action Tuesday, gone. Um, Had a brilliant game of cricket yet again at the amazing Peelwood Reserve. I mean, again, to play under lights, all that sort of stuff. Live coverage, live and exclusive coverage on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Channel. You all know that because you all tune in. And um, a bit of commentary from uh, yours truly, who... Um, I, I had an absolute ball on, on Tuesday. I have a ball every every game, but Tuesday was great. Um, the weather was fantastic. I liked our vantage point. Oh, it would be interesting, again, to get some, um, some feedback on where we were positioned this game. We were closer to the pavilion. We were more side on. Um, we've tried a few different things just to sort of see what people's feedback is. Um, had some really good interaction throughout the game, and I'll have a little bit of a chat about that later on, which I want to encourage. Um, just use messenger my phone's near me all the time so I'm getting some really good interaction including um, a bit of international interaction so we're getting international coverage of our stuff that we're doing here in the PCA um, All that and more after we come back from a little short break here remember you are on the greatest podcast in of Peel cricket in the whole wide world the pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, which is proudly brought to you every week by Retrovision. Remember their 60-day price guarantee, um, which basically means you cannot get a better price on your electrical goods, your white goods, um, and everything in between. So if you're going to you're going to buy any of that sort of stuff, you're going to go get a new camera, you're going to buy a computer, you're going to go and buy um, a phone, or you're going to buy a coffee machine, or you're going to buy a new fridge, a new freezer. There's only one place to go, and that's RetroVision. Um, There's click and collect available as well if you can't be asked, especially now where you've got to wear masks and all that sort of stuff. If you are not too keen on wearing a mask, um, click and collect. So you can pay online, um, book a time, go pick it up, bang, in and out, done. That's Bloke Central shopping there. So for all the guys listening in, click and collect. That's the way to go. I tell you what, because we're all not great fans of shopping, really. Um, So if you can just get in, get out, and get it done, perfect. So Retrovision, get around them. ESA Sport, um, as I've mentioned numerous times, um, end of season wind-ups will be thick and fast. Will be planning those, I dare say. Most clubs, Um, why not get a guest speaker? You know, why not make something of it? You know, we're, we're challenging times. We're working hard to keep people involved and keep people up and about, what a what a way to end the season and have, say, a guest speaker, have a, a player or or something like that. Um, ESA Sport can help you out there, amongst a whole heap of other things, you know, make your sporting memories grand. And Everlast Sports Drinks, I know for a fact, I saw it. I saw, on Tuesday night even, saw uh, Dan Oliver, Mitch Oliver's uh, father, he was he had, he had two. He had the, uh, the red berry going. It's uh, berry blaze. Probably not going to see it too well. Um, the Berry Blaze, he had two of them and he smashed them down pretty quick. And uh, having a chat to a few of the boys during the week last week in in, in furnace-like conditions. Um, I know the Everlast was going down a treat. So uh, make sure you fill up on Everlast. You know where to get them. Johnny Sanders' um, phone number is there. Um, ESA Sport website. All of that, you know where to go. And you also know that you are on The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show. We'll be back after this. Okay, we're back for the second segment here of The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show. As usual, proudly supported by our fantastic partners in Retrovision, ESA Sport and Everlast Sports Drinks. Um, using the team's uh, program to record the last couple of shows, uh, my my little studio set up at home, just uh, in the middle of a few little uh, upgrades, um, uh, basically my green screen sort of uh, set fallen over and uh, I haven't been able to get down to uh, my favorite shop in the whole world world not I hate the place with a passion bunning so that 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 uh, that ends our chances of ever getting a sponsorship from them but um yeah it's not not my favorite place um anyway so I have and I've got the things I need so as of next week we'll be back using um, our other uh, Zoom, basically, is what we normally use, but um, this is my backup team, so that's why you get that little blurry sort of thing in the back, but um, look, got to do what you got to do to get the job done. That's what it's all about. A little bit about me. Now, I know I don't want it to be about me, but um, I know some of you are probably starting to get to know me a little bit or a bit more comfortable with uh, my presence being around the PCA. Um, you know, just sort of wondering like, who the hell is this bloke? Where did he come from? And um why why is he in my ears? Why is he in my face? What's he what's he doing? Um and that's a fair comment. That's a fair comment and a fair question. So I just th- thought I'd just sort of just lay a bit of a foundation and just give everyone a little bit of an insight into who I am, why I'm here and um uh, whether you know whether that makes me a more believable person when I'm talking or not. Look, that's that's your choice. Anyway, um, what's my cricket background? Uh, I've I've been fortunate enough to have a, uh, a fairly extensive professional career within the game. Um, I lived and worked in the UK uh, for about eight years um, as a as a player, coach, as an administrator, as a development officer, and, and everything in between. So I was lucky to work with uh, Cricket Scotland, Cricket Ireland, um, Gloucestershire County Cricket Club. Um, uh, I ran, uh, the, well, I was the, the inaugural head coach and uh, manager of the Isle of Wight Cricket Academy, which is a, a purpose built um, cricket academy on the Isle of Wight, which is off the southern coast of, uh, of the UK. And, and when we're allowed to travel again, I, I thoroughly uh, recommend getting over to the Isle of Wight. Um, the club there, the, the main club, they, they've got a, a really good hotbed of uh, local cricket. But they are the main, the the biggest club there, Ventnor Cricket Club. That's where the academy is based and that's where I was playing. Um, Had some of my most enjoyable cricket ever. Um, Anyway, so I've been lucky enough to uh, to work and play cricket all over the world. In the UK, I've been to India, I've been to Sri Lanka. Um, I've played international cricket for Italy, believe it or not. Um, Well, you can probably work it out with my name. Um yeah, so I've done, done a bit of, uh, most of my cricket in Australia has been played in Victoria. I played uh, sub-district cricket for Preston Cricket Club um, for, a, for a number of years. That's where I started my journey as a little seven-year-old playing under-14s cricket. That's what was around in those days. I was no under-12s. twelve so, um, And I uh, was lucky to have really good coaching throughout. So that really um, wet the appetite and made me think, you know, coaching something I want to do. Um, Got injured quite early as a a young cricketer, Um, did my back and had back issues throughout. I used to be a fast bowler, believe it or not, fast bowling all-rounder and just through overuse, uh, just wear and tear my back, Um, had many, many back issues. And and these are the days before stress fractures were a thing. Um, I had major stress fractures. Anyway, um, so then you decide you want to get into coaching and coaching started to take uh, a bit of a path and, and I've been lucky enough to to sort of travel the world. My last 10 years before, well, the last year or so, I've, I've uh, changed tact a little bit and uh, that was sort of forced on me. I now work for the state government, work for the department of local government, sport and cultural industries as a project officer. So I still work within the sport and recreation industry, but uh, in a different sort of way. Before that, nine nine and a bit years working for the WACA um, in various roles. I started as a regional manager in the southwest. So, um, you know, Bunbury, Margaret River, Busselton, um, down to Manjimup, uh, Donnybrook, Collie and, and all that sort of stuff. So really working uh, at developing the game and, and growing the game down there. Um, and then moved into the, the high performance coaching field as a development coach in the female programs and then continued as a coach and talent specialist before Uh, COVID hit and uh, decimated the sports industry and I was one of the ones that was a bit of a victim, but um, that's okay. And how did I get here? How am I doing this sort of stuff? Well, I've always had a bit of an interest in the media. I've done bits and bobs throughout my time. Um, I did a little bit of radio uh, when I was down in the Southwest. I had a regular slot in uh, ABC Southwest. I did a little bit of uh, radio and TV when I was in the UK. And uh, podcasting, since it's ever taken off, I've really wanted to get into it. Um, so here we are. Did a little bit of a community radio uh, last year. And um, so here I am. So I had the opportunity to, uh, well, got asked, well, I got the opportunity to be a commentator. So um, the PCA uh, approached me and asked if I wanted to commentate the T20s. And I, you know, I couldn't answer quick enough. And then I had this in the background. I was, I was actually funny enough. I was going to approach the competition to see talk about a podcast. And um, well, here we are. So that gives you a little bit more of a background of where I am and what I'm doing. Um, and I haven't played cricket for a long time. Uh, once I started working, once I moved over to WA from Victoria. So I moved over ten years ago now, nearly eleven years ago. Um, I basically had an offer to play for every club in the Southwest and in my role working for the WAC, I thought, you know what, I, I can't really win here. So um, I decided to retire from playing and hadn't played for, for a long, long time other than the three or four games I've played recently in the uh, the Peel Veterans Competition, which I've had a, had a ball playing. It's been a, a, a tough initiation back in the game, but um, yeah, the games when I get a bit of a call up and whenever they're short, I put my hand up. I get to play those games, so uh, enjoy enjoy that, and I've done a little bit of coaching since I've stopped at the Wacker, so I might be doing a little bit more, also got a bit of a role with the Peel Junior Cricket Association, um, I was the carnival coordinator last season, but I've uh, progressed into the coach coordinator this year, so doing a little bit of work with the coaches, and I uh, hope to do a little bit more before season's end, um, also available to help out any coaches or coaching in the PCA as well. So anyway, hopefully that gives you a little bit more of an understanding of who I am, who this bloke is, this random bloke that's just sort of turned up out of nowhere. Thank you to everyone that's been giving some um, some feedback, good, bad, and indifferent. Most of it's been good, which is uh, amazing. Um, I enjoy doing this. I'm just trying to really promote the competition and promote cricket in the region and, and highlight everybody that plays. I mean, I can only do what I can do, um, but hopefully you can see that I try to incorporate the whole competition from a grade down to F grade, and then even the the, uh, the female competition, which I think very important competition. It means that there isn't anyone in um, the Peel region or in our region that can't access this game. We've got you've got entry points everywhere, and um, got a great relationship with um, Premier Cricket. So you've got an opportunity to continue up the pathway if you want. If you want to just stay and play community cricket and be part of a you know pretty solid. Um, you know, good level cricket, you know, A grade and B grade and things like that. You've got that. You've got the ability to continue your way through. You can come back from Premier. You might have had a bit of a crack and, and thought, eh, no, no, I want to I come back. And you can come back. And um, there's veterans cricket now, which has been up and about for um, you know a few years now. And, and no doubt, T20 cricket will continue to grow. You've got that opportunity to play Retrovision Premier T20 cricket on Tuesday nights which is amazing. I dare say more and more people probably want to play a bit more. So there might be a bit more, um, I don't know if it's social cricket, but a bit more um, infrequent cricket, if that makes any sense. So a, a bit of a T20 comp, might play every other week or something like that. So the fact that there's so many options and opportunities for people to enjoy this game, and it's it's a frustrating game at times, no doubt, but it's, it's a beautiful game and, um, we're all here because uh, we love it in some way shape or form we love cricket that's why we're here and um, I'm fortunate to uh, have this opportunity to do something different um, but still be involved in the game so yeah that's that's me that's Aratio San Lucia I'm 47 years of age I currently live in Parmelia which is just um, it's part of Quinana, really um, originally from Melbourne so I'm a Victorian boy. And uh, like I said, I lived a, a big chunk as well, about eight years in the UK, got a, a, my lovely wife, she's English, so we met whilst I was out in the UK, um, and it's just us two, so we don't really have any family out here, It's, uh, I guess you guys are the only family we, we sort of have, so um, don't be afraid to say g'day, and uh, yeah, so that's me. That is the end of the uh, my rant. Uh, we'll move into uh, the next segment where we'll talk about some of the Senior Country Week results in a minute. This is the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. You know the score. You know who supports us. You can see it behind me. Get behind them. We'll be back. Okay, back for the real part here. Uh, talk about... Peel Cricket, not about this idiot who's uh, talking to you, uh, where you're getting him through your ears or visually, um, or both. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're a, you know, maybe you're a double decker. Maybe you listen to it and then you watch it. I don't know. Um, look, feel free to contact the show at any stage. Look, the best way is just through the um, the, the Facebook page, the, the Peel Cricket Association Facebook page, that messenger. Um, I, I'm connected to it. So i get your messages, um, during the game, uh, on Tuesday night, had some really good interaction with a few of you. It was fantastic. It'd be great to get more and more of that. Feel free to, you know, keep it clean. Don't, don't go silly, but we can have a joke. We can have a laugh. That's fine. But, um, just, yeah, we'll just, we'll just keep it, you know, keep it safe and keep it clean and all that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah. So if you, if you've got any comments, any feedback, if there's anything, Am I missing something? Is there something you'd like to hear or like to see? Let me know. Um, open to any ideas. This is your show, and I'm really keen to make sure that this grows to be a more inclusive sort of um uh, show podcast, okay. So, um, having more people on, involved. So, so we'll, we'll we'll grow. We'll get better as we go along. But uh, I'm pretty confident that we're we're better than we were um, episode one. We're at episode fifteen now, and we're at the real um, business end of the season. So, it's going to be a really good run home into what I think is going to be an exciting, outstanding final series. Fingers crossed, the weather holds up. I think it will, but you know how it is in the, the back end of the season, weather gets a bit dodgy and all that sort of stuff. But anyway. Senior Country Week, um, A-grade, so close yet so far. Um, the headline in the paper today was not the one I wrote. So if you have read the Mandra Mail today, um, I wrote the article, and the article hasn't changed much. I think there might be a few words here and there, but essentially that's my, my words. But the the, the headline is um, misleading. Um, it basically, well, to me, it reads like that PCA won, and it would have been great, but un- unfortunately it wasn't to be. It was just one hurdle too far. Um, so uh, a, a great team won every game leading into the, into the final, um, did, did well throughout and different people did their bit, but, um, let's be brutally honest, the man of the week, um, Dan Abel, round of applause, man, what a week, what a week. Um, so first game, Peel 204, defeat Esperance 142, so 62 run win there, very pretty, uh, comprehensive. Michael Holmes. South Mandra got 63. We had Zach Moody. We're in a Zach Moody get three for, and uh, Mitch Brown. Um, last year's A-grade winning captain um, stood aside this year. Let Josh Rudge take the mantle. Uh, he got three for as well. So good, good start. You know, you're thinking, yep, great. As we know, the, the weather just got hotter and hotter and hotter. So it got harder and harder and harder. Um, so second game, come up against basketball to Margaret River. Um, Peel seven for 211. Uh, defeat Margaret River quite easily, all out 116, so 95 run win there. Um, Josh Rudge, West Steele, and uh, Steph Botha all got 40 odds, and this is where the Dan Abel show started, because he took six for 20 off 15, if you don't mind. Uh, Now, obviously, in the heat, on your club grounds, um, you know, quite dry surface, probably used pitches and things like that, so it was always going to be spin-friendly, and uh, if anyone's going to exploit that, it was going to be Dan, who's got just got a beautiful, could watch him bowl all day. Um, I have got a bit of a preference for spin bowling. you probably worked that out, but he has got a, a very, a very uh, easy-on-the-eye sort of bowling action. Um, would love to do some work with you, though, Dan, so we can, might, might be able to uh, tease something up there because I, I reckon there's just a couple of little things that we could work on and and make him even better. Um, but anyway, so 6 for 20 off 15. That's that's outstanding. Great win by the boys there. Move on to the next game. Uh, that was on the Wednesday. because the uh, So they played Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Everyone had a day off. And everyone would have been happy with that because she, she started getting warm. Uh, so Wednesday, they're back. They play Geraldton. Uh, another pretty convincing win by, what's that work out to be, uh, 68 runs. Uh, 9 for 177 defeat. Geraldton all out 109. Uh, Tommy Borkwell got 57, so continuing his form from the Saturday where he got 100, um, and Dan Abel <laughs> seven for 36 off 14, so um, he's got 13 for 56 off 29 overs in two games. That's just phenomenal stuff. So amazing stuff there. Get to the big game, which is the semi-final, and that's on the Thursday, and that's against last year's finalists in Albany. You know the the there's a there's a real rivalry sort of building up there and uh bat first get 127 and you're thinking uh eh, that's you know the bowlers are gonna have to be outstanding to, to get get you through. And sure enough they did. Um bowled Albany out for 98, so 29 run win there. Uh Tommy Bockwell 48 Um leading scorer. Um in, in you know low-scoring sort of innings. Uh and then it was the uh the the spin sensations in um, Dan Abel got three for 28 off 22. Hutchie got three for 16 off nine and Jake Foley got two for 15 off six. So, um, you know, together they were able to, uh, so what does that work out to? So three, six, eight wickets for 28, 44, 54, 59. Yeah. So eight wickets for 59 off, well, over half the overs, 29, 31, 37 overs. So that that's phenomenal stuff. So it was spin, spin, spin was the way forward, and that was fantastic. In my chat last week, if you remember, I chatted to, to Hutchie on, on the Thursday night. So they just won that game and had a bit of a chat, and obviously going to the Wacker. And I did mention that, you know, going to the going to the Wacker now. Probably not as a spin-friendly surface. It's going to be a better sort of track. So might be one for the seamers to sort of stand up and it just didn't eventuate that way. The, the, the spinners didn't bowl badly, but they just didn't have the effect. You can't. The, the whackers, well, just look back in history. It's not really a spinner's wicket. It is a pace bowler's wicket. Uh, Bunbury won a toss, batted first, get runs on the board, and, and that they did. Eight for three, two, seven. Big, big score. Uh, Julian Credelli, who had an outstanding um, match, uh, took three wickets, but also made a 100, 116. Blair Malatesta, um, captain from Collie. Uh, the only one of the only B-grade players who's playing in the A-grade team, but Blair's a very, very good player, season, season country player. He got 75. They put on 131, and that's pretty much knocked the game on the head there. Spinner's only able to take three wickets between them. Uh, 37 overs between the spin, uh, three for... What eight seven? So uh, they bowled a lot of overs, thirty-seven overs, um, but just couldn't couldn't get the breakthroughs, and uh, that's where you would have thought the seamers might have done a little bit more bowling, might have done. But anyway, look, it's it's hindsight's a wonderful thing. It's easy, um, and look, Dan might not have got it done with the ball today or on in the final, but went on to make sixty-three off thirty-nine balls. Uh, seven fours and three is a bit of a lone hand at the end. Obviously the game was probably dead at that stage, but still um, you got to fight it out to the last ball. So runs were an issue all week. Let's be brutally honest. And, uh, probably reflective of the season that that we're sort of seeing I mean the bowlers are having a really good solid season this year. I mean there, there's been some outstanding performances don't get me wrong. I mean you've got like Jack Manuel making really good runs, you got um Dane Dane Ugel, I mean just makes runs all the time. Um yeah, there's a couple of batters that are sort of doing okay, but th- there's there's not many outstanding, but, but every week there's there's bowlers doing really really well and some low scores and some you know big big losses or big wins depending on how you want to put it. So the hot dry conditions as well. I mean it's going to take its toll and eventually it, it just gets you. So um, you know hot day after hot day after hot day backing up. I mean to hear some players experienced players saying the game on the Thursday, the day before your grand final is the hottest day they've ever played in. That That's saying something. So that's going to drain you. And and the Wacker surface, obviously playing on a you know, test quality, international quality ground. Um, the wickets better. So better for the batters, which means the bowlers is going to be a step or if not two steps better. And um, it just wasn't to be. So look, awesome job getting to the grand final. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't to be, but, um, Take a lot out of the fact that um, as a group you're able to get through and uh, represent the association well. So uh, congratulations to everyone involved and um, hope the learning from it uh, has been worth it and, and hope that you're able to put that into the season, the rest of the season moving forward, because it's an exciting season. And look, Peel Cricket's doing some really great stuff, so well done. Uh, B-grade, they won two games throughout the uh, the competition. Probably a little bit disappointing there with that team. Um a lot of A-grade talent running around in B-grade there. So uh, they, they won two games versus uh, West Pilbara won and uh, Warren Blackwood. Um, and in that game in particular, they tried to win the game outright, um, but couldn't quite do it. Um, so like player of the week there was clearly uh, Secret Harbour Dockers um, Hilton Hardman, who had a great week with the bat. Uh, out of five hits, he got hit four half-centuries, uh, 257 runs for the week, 64.25 average. So well done there. Um uh Jagan uh Wally got a got a five for against Bunbury, the, the eventual winners. Um and Travis Head took a five for Mandras Travis Head took a five for against Albany. Well oh, two sh- against two very good opposition. Uh the bowlers did well. But um yeah, I guess on reflection, great probably underachieved, I would have thought. With that team that, that was out there, I thought it was a pretty solid squad and um but look look these things happen it's hard playing with a whole bunch of different people um you know you you get used to your teammates you play with on saturday and then not that people don't know each other but you're all coming together and playing as one so look um again take out the positives out of it uh hilton you know you you can go on and continue on on your run and um yeah so well done everyone there c grade they got two two wins as well um uh, against Wild and uh, and and Northern, Northern won. So that was uh, that, That's a good win for Peel's third team. Peel's C Grade team and beat Northern's first team. Um, some of the impressive score there. So we had uh, White Knights Belt Ivers president Daniel Coles. He uh, got a sixty-seven versus Newman and um, North Belt Ivers's uh, Punya Jeet. Um, thanks for telling me, mate, because the, the the scorecard doesn't tell you that. But uh hat versus Northern um, in. Three for four. So you got three for four, which was a hat-trick. So uh, well done there. Uh, And obviously helped the boys on to a win. Um, D-grade. They got through to the grand final as well. So uh, well done there. Um, But unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Uh, Won three games during the week. Um, The games lost in the preliminary rounds was against Port Hedland. And uh, that was the team that um, won the D-grade competition in the endport, And that's their first team. And there's some serious players running around up there in the Northwest. So for Peel's fourth team to play their first team, look, that's an anomaly of the competition. And that's, that's country week. That's just the way it works. So that's fine. Um, yeah, tough, tough loss. But again, for the players that played, what a great opportunity to play against some good opposition on some, you know, some decent grounds, I dare say. Um and to get through to Grand final is always a good thing. So some of the highlights there, we had Shoalwater's Joel Ritchie took a 5 for 30 versus Collie. And uh, Shoalwater's Grant Coles um, got 67 versus South Midlands. Uh, South Midlands 2s. Um, grand final score, 5 for 2, 3, 4, defeated. That was um, Port Hedland. Port Hedland got 5 for 2, 3, four. That's a big score to chase. And uh, Peel, 1, 2, 6 all out. So... What a convincing win by Port Hedland, and, and congratulations to them. Um, you've got to be gracious winners, and you've got to be gracious losers as well. And that's probably the spirit of cricket's a big, big thing. Um, it's a big part. It's a big foundation of Country Week, and um, no doubt um, everyone look into the game. You shake hands, you, you move on, have a, have a chat to the boys, um, you know, have a beer and all that sort of stuff. Although I, d- I dare say, it probably would have been a little bit difficult. Um, with all the COVID sort of restrictions. So I wonder how that affected things as well. Um, obviously, masks, sign in, sign out, um, you know, can't be in a pavilion and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and for those guys coming into Perth and their areas were COVID free, I guess. So they were doing everything they could to not have to, mind you, I, I guess they probably had to when they go back. So they're, they're not only have they come to Perth to play country and all that sort of stuff and stinking hot. Heat, uh, they've had to go back and they've got to wear masks. So, um, yeah, anyway. Uh, so that's d e grade And then E-Grade. E-Grade won two games. They they won against a combined Northern Wildcatchem team and uh, Kalgoorlie-Boulder first. Now, uh, for those that most of you listening probably understand, uh, Kalgoorlie's got two competitions. Um, there's the there's the Goldfields competition, and then there's the Kalgoorlie-Boulder comp. So Kalgoorlie, that, that comp had a team, the Kalgoorlie-Boulder team, and their first, that's their only team, played in the E-grade. Um, some of the performances there, so skippered by uh, White Knights' Luke Green, and it was very White Knights-flavoured team, this one. So uh, Luke got a 4-for against Northern Um White Knights' Ryan Kenny got 58 in the same game. Um, Matthew McMahon from South Mandra got 87 versus Kalgoorlie-Boulder, so well done, well batted. Uh, Simon Grobler got 4 39-for-39. Versus Esperance twos, uh, Jake Farmer, from White Knights as well, made 63. Versus Great Southern seconds, and that was in the final game. Um, Dylan Thompson from South Mandra made 65, um, also in, the, in that final game. And White Knights, Adam Briggs got five for 26 in the final game too. And that's his second five for the season. He got a for not too long ago. Um, at the end of the day, tough, tough conditions last week um and uh, you know not everyone's available I guess that's 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 one of those sort of things I mean I, I've got no doubt that if um, if the if there were more players that made themselves available, and you don't have to I mean that's 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 fine you make, you know there's a whole heap of reason why um, but at the end of the day I, I, I truly believe that um, if Peel's top team played were able to get together and play um would have seriously uh, pushed winning back-to-back. But, look, it was it to be, and um, the players that did get the team there did extremely well. So, well done, everyone involved. Um, well done off the ground. So, I dare say, uh, Rob Wallace would have done a mountain of work to, to pull it all together. Uh, Pete Ritchie, no doubt, did a mountain of work to pull it all together. Uh, Terry Arnold would have done a fair bit of work in the background as well. And, and anyone else that did the, the the background stuff, the stuff that we we don't – it's not sexy – we don't advertise it enough. We don't promote it enough. Um, this is your time. Thank you very much for all that you do, um, and for those that uh, probably don't do much in that. And look, that's okay. Again, not it's not for everyone, and, and you don't need everyone to do it. Um, just remember to just yeah just say thanks. Say thanks to the volunteers at your club. Say thanks to the people that are that are there week in week out providing the opportunity for, for all of us to enjoy this game, whichever way we do. So, um, look, a thank you, um, you know, a pat in the back, a beer or a soft drink or whatever it is every now and again. You know what? It's it's cheap, it's easy, but it makes a hell of a difference. So uh, let's make sure that we do that. So that's the uh, men's senior A grade. Oh, come on. Men's Senior Country Week results wrap up. So uh, that's another year done and dusted. Um, so actually, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll come back and we'll give the, uh, the girls their own section because they deserve it. They've done a lot of work to get to where they are. So we'll be back after this short break and uh, we'll be chatting all things um, women's country week, which was just recently completed. Um, up in Geraldton. You are on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, which is proudly brought to you by Retrovision, ESA Sport and Everlast Sports Drinks. We'll be back after this. Okay, welcome back, everyone. We're back here on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, proudly brought to you by Retrovision, ESA Sport and Everlast Sports Drinks. You know how it goes. Get behind them. They get behind you. Okay, uh, Women's Country Week. Um, second year, so second year of the competition and the second year that Peel's been able to get a team together. So some of the challenges that some of you may not be aware, a it's, a, it's a hardball competition. These girls play with a with a softball, so that's, that's one. And two, playing on turf, they don't get to play on turf. So they're, they're quite big uh, items that they've got to move aside in order to be able to compete. But I tell you what, there isn't a prouder bunch of uh, players that represent the uh, the maroon and blue than this group of girls. So um, their second tour of duty they've just completed, like I said, up in Geraldton, the Windy City. And uh, from all accounts, it lived up to its name. It blew an absolute hoolie most days. Um, stinking hot, like one of the days was 44 degrees and blowing like you know they, they 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 saw um you know willy willies everywhere and all that sort of stuff they could hardly stand up that sort of stuff you know really really tough conditions um playing two games in one day um they play five games in 3 days so <laughs> they you know they they really did it did it hard um this year the side skippered by uh Ashley Challen, who plays for Bandra and also plays for Rockingham Mandra she's um you know, real star of the game in, in the Peel Cricket Association. and um, But she also said that, uh, and and in the chat that you're going to see after this, you're going to hear me talk a little bit, but you're going to hear them. Um, the girls have made a really big step forward from the team that they were last year, the team they were this year, to the point where they won their first ever game. And then in that last game, they won their first game. And that's when I happened to interview them, and they were just – flying high it's amazing the, the the feeling the um the passion the you know the real drive to want to be better and really make a difference was was amazing and i've got no doubt that this group of women are going to really make a difference and uh just watch this space and you'll see how this will grow um they did some really great stuff um look i'll i'll wrap it up very quickly here because i want i want you to hear them talk and, and listen to their excitement but at the end of the day, um, seven players returned from last year so that's a pretty good um, return rate and that meant that they were able to get another year's learning behind them um, a lot of the a lot of those women who the only hardball cricket they played was last year so it's been a year between drinks um, they felt a lot more confident they felt a lot better they understood the game a bit more and um, whatever apprehension they might have had to the hardball it's it's all gone so they've got no doubt that they're going to be able to get a hardball competition at the end of it which basically means that the, the pathway is going to be complete and to see um i've had numerous conversations and my, my former professional life had a bit to do with this and you know, a lot of conversations in the background to see the passion in some of these people's eyes some of these women um, and some of the guys that are driving it um so like the you know the, the shoes on the other foot a little bit you've got the supporting husband or partner or, or whatever um and I know there were one or two up there with the girls during the week. Um, to, to see the tears in the eyes building up when they're talking passionately about what they care about, what they really believe in, um, that says something. And when you see that, you know you know what, this this is all going to work, going to happen. So I- any way we can, let's all get behind and support this, uh, this drive to get more and more people playing this game. So uh, well done, girls. Getting your first win. Of what I hope will be many, um, I know for a fact we've got some really good young girls coming through um, that have got a connection to PCA. I know they play a little bit of representative cricket with, um, you know, Rocky Mandra. Um, uh, shout out to the to, to the, uh, the the Kennedys from um, Showwater Cricket Club, proud grandparents of young Taylor Flowers. Um, Taylor's doing some great things with uh, Rockingham Mandra as we speak. Um, put some really good performances on the board of late, has got into some, um, you know, WA cricket squads and, and things like that. Good little player. Um, so watch this space. But I know they are very, very proud grandparents. Can't talk enough of the way she's going along. So it's fantastic. So we've got players like that. I know that there are some good young players that will be able to uh, step up and play and represent this team moving forward. Um, and, you know, who knows? They, they might they might be uh, challenging for our top spot in a year or two's time. Anyway, uh, the interview that's coming up, we've got uh, Holly Astle, um, Ash Challen, and we've got uh, Rebecca McLennan as well. So they're the three that uh, that gave up their time. Um, it was valuable, uh, what are we going to call it? Um, uh. um, celebratory time, okay? So they just won their first game. They'd all uh, got back, had a bit of dinner. They're, um, you know, got... Someone got their glad rags on and they were, you know, they were out to celebrate. So, And, and so they should. And, um, you know, girls on tour, as we know, whatever happens on tour stays on tour. Um, anyway, uh, enough of me. Uh, here's the interview. Holly, Ash and Beck, um, three of our players for the PCA women's team who just competed in Women's Country Week up in Geraldton. So uh, enough of me. Enjoy them. All right, everyone, welcome back here to the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. Um, A very special, um, well, three guests we've got here right now, and they are some of today's victorious uh, PCA country women's team in Holly Astle, Ash and Beck, who, um, like I said, fresh off a win today, their first win, their second country week. Uh, How was the experience this week, girls?
1: I'll, I'll hand you over
2: to Ash because she's the okay. captain. And, um, yeah, she <laughs> chance, she um, she um, it was a great week. Uh, obviously, we had some uh, tough wins, but yeah, today our last game, everybody just did what they needed to do. We all worked together, and yeah, we just got it done. It
1: was so good.
0: So yeah. Good. And how's the um, how's the weather up there? It's obviously been stinking hot down here in in Perth. Has it been hot up there? <laughs>
1: it's hot. It's <laughs> I like. It's a lot hotter than last year. Um, I feel like we had a bit of a, a breeze relief
2: with last year, but it, it yeah. wasn't there this year. Yeah, it's was, it was very hot. Like, uh, two games yesterday, our first game was like 44 degree heat, oh. and the next minute, our second game, was literally blowing a gale we could barely... <laughs> just,
0: yeah. Like, yeah. You are hot. in the Windy City. You are in the Windy yeah. City, which is Geraldton, though. It's, it's renowned for yeah. its wind, so <laughs> you got it. Um, so what was the... Um, what was the, uh, the talent like this year? Because obviously it's the second year of, of this fantastic uh, competition. Was it a step up from last year?
1: Well, to be honest, I think, I think Peel might have stepped up a little bit, but I feel like everyone else has sort of stayed, you know, as in like the teams that were winning were the same teams that won. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we... Yeah,
2: definitely. Um, we had, I think out of the 12, I think we had maybe five or six from last year um and yeah and so we had yeah you know, six new recruits and yeah it's just they've learned so much over the last few days it, mm-hmm. it's great to hear and yeah and they all said they would definitely be back next year so
1: that's what we want and they built some a lot of confidence a yep, lot more confidence definitely. in playing
0: with yep, the hardball yeah so do you think that's a big step towards um you know the the, you know, the real aim of having a hardball competition in the pca moving forward
1: 100 that, that's to me, that's given me, you know, seven more girls that are going to talk to the other friends. That are going to say the hardball is not that scary. Let's get this A grade up and running. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think that's going to happen pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So I'm stoked. Think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now that's that's fantastic because you weren't you weren't really far off this year, were you? I mean, it was only a few little things. That sort of um, it was probably the day, wasn't it? More than anything.
1: Yeah, which is when we spoke about getting the lights and then obviously at the ground and having it on a weeknight, which would it would get it up and running straight away.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. So um, so we got uh, you played last year, didn't you, Ash? I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Beck, this did you play last year? Was this your first one? This
2: is my first. Yeah,
0: my first country week. First country week, and what was your? I mean, you've been you've been um a mum at country week many times. This time you were there on your own um as a player. How, how was the, how was the difference? Um, I was actually just thinking
2: about that before. The main difference is, like, you still get to have the camaraderie that you do at at country Week, Um, but the main difference is is your development as a player because you're out there every day um, and you've got game after game that you can keep building on and developing and you learn from other people as Mm -hmm. well, from different clubs. Um, You really do learn so much from being part of
0: the team. Yeah, it was awesome. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, um, wh- where did you see the main um, improvement in, in, in the group? Well, I- any of you can answer that one.
2: I honestly feel like everyone, to be honest. Like, not, not to sound like that person, but, yeah, like, one of the girls, um, Jess... Hundam, I think. Yeah. Like, sorry. Yeah, um, South- yeah. Yeah. She She was saying today that um, when I was giving her some throwdowns before she went out, she said she'd never been able to do a straight drive, and... Yeah, that she nailed that today. Yeah. Um, and then when I was out there in the middle with her. She like I was teaching her to kind of run, uh, walk with the bowler when you're batting and stuff. And she's like, "Thank you. That was like really good experience. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just great, great,
0: great to teach him." Yeah. Yeah. So you saw most of improvement with the bat more than with the ball as a team or as a squad, or was it? Or every every skill was it, it was not one particular skill necessarily. I
1: feel no one's
0: scared of the ball anymore. Yeah, oh. definitely. That's huge. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, at, first, at first training, there was a lot of. A lot
1: of scared, scared faces and, and, yeah, and scared yeah, cats, yeah. you know. Yeah. And now they're like devastated if they drop it, like, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. hate the yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, because we face a good bowling
2: too, so yeah, yeah.
0: definitely. That's good. Okay, now, now we get to the real important stuff, you know. Country week, uh, girls away on tour. Um, who was <laughs> who was best on ground off the ground? Best on ground off the ground, well, I don't know, little
1: um. Danny from Hall 10, she's a funny one. She <laughs> she is, yeah. No, so what was happening the other day? So basically, oh, I had Nava or Oval. It's like quite windy and it's dusty and everything. And there's, you know, willy-willies forming yeah. past the Oval. And I'll be out, oh, there's a willy-willy. And she's like, what's a willy? <laughs> and then, yeah, and, then we came out, and then, yeah, we're all like, Danny, Danny, did you see that
2: willy-willy? Danny! she's just in awe, like, looking at it. I couldn't believe it. I didn't understand yeah. why I
0: <laughs> so you girls were yeah. cu- country cricket at its best <laughs> yeah, it literally up
2: ground in northern nowhere it was, it was. a beautiful field and yeah it's just yeah. middle of nowhere yeah. and uh, that's just willy willy's just going
1: off
0: yeah it's yeah. in chapman valley so it is a nice yeah, you know, yeah. beautiful yeah yeah nice. No, it's it's, it's a, there, there are some great uh venues up there they've obviously hosted the um the australian country championships before so there's there's some good you know good venues there obviously that are Uh, good enough to host that level of competition. So, um, including uh, playing under lights, how was that? That must be amazing.
1: We, we, so basically with the lights, thing, there was only two spots, obviously the grand final where they could play games. And Peel actually got a game under lights last year. So in the working group, we were quite happy to say, we'll let someone else have a go. Okay. Uh, So we didn't get under lights this year, but... um, we watched, we watched
2: the both games. We did watch, it. and the, did the crowd watch. there was awesome. That was yeah. like my main takeaway. It was just like an yeah. amazing atmosphere. So many people down there getting behind
0: all the women playing. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Now that's that's fantastic. So, um, what, what's the plan moving forward? So, like, this is too uh, I mean, it's you know it's groundbreaking stuff to have, um, you know, the female competition getting up first of all in in the PCA, then for the country, cricket board to back this in and having you know three four five associations put teams in um i I see this growing i see this like other associations saying well hey if they can do it why can't we get a team in there so there'll be more and more teams um where do you see this growing to or or is the sky the limit i think the sky's the limit so basically bunbury bunbury
1: have been awarded Women's country for the next two years, so twenty twenty three and twenty twenty
0: four. Okay, that's cool.
1: Given to the southwest, and I feel that you know, being only an hour from manager, I reckon Peel's going to in two teams. Well, hopefully, we'll have two teams. Um, everyone else that was in the comp, unfortunately, Port Hedland pulled out this year, which dropped us to seven, seven teams. Um, but hopefully, they'll they'll come in strong and have a team next year as well. Mhm. Um, I think. <laughs> In all honesty, if you know, being in Bunbury, Bunbury would probably have three teams. Yep. So there's going to be probably quite a lot. You know, they might even tier the competition because obviously, if having a Geraldton A, Geraldton B, it's quite a strong Geraldton A team.
0: Yeah,
1: um, if the competition could be tiered, it would make it a little bit more mm-hmm. fairer, but you know, yep. right. yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we might get a great final win. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Oh, it okay. be great. <laughs>
0: but, but, but the talk amongst the the other teams was quite positive. In that there's there's more players. There's going to be more players coming along and being part of this moving forward.
1: One hundred percent. The support and that from everyone, and just how friendly. And and you know, there's girls out there have got really good experience, and and they just you know they help us. You know, like we're bowling or whatever, and they're like you know just just tweak it here or tweak it there because of the wind. And you know, you might actually bowl one of their players out from the advice they've given you. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how it's so even though it's like competitive it's still it's still friendly and inviting and women supporting women in cricket so yeah definitely yeah yeah, yeah. it's great
0: and, and fingers, fingers crossed that we sort of get into something that vaguely resembles a normal world that might actually lead into the WA country championships or sorry the Australian country championships and WA's team coming from you know the competition and all that sort of stuff where cuz even that's a, a fledgling team as well that that's it's got better but it's still, you know, having a competition actually pick a team from makes a hell of a difference. Um, and having somewhere to go, I think, will make a massive difference. Knowing that there's a, there's another level, do you know what I mean? Um, but obviously with no, you know, we're not allowed to do anything. So with no country champs, it's sort of a competition that sits there. And I think it affected the men's competition as well. There's players that want to play WA country, but... It's not going anywhere at the moment because, you know, we've got borders closed and, you know, there's more important things. But do you think that might make a difference again if if we know that we're in a normal world? And... Oh,
1: I think definitely it'd be the next level, wouldn't it? Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. One we've learned to live with COVID and, and you know, not, not trying to stop it, I guess. Yeah. Everything will sort of fall into place. And um, it'll be yeah, the next best thing.
0: Because mm. it'd be amazing to have one, two, or three Peel, rep- you know, players playing in that WA Country team. Um, you know, if, if you get to, it'd be aw- it'd be awesome to, uh, to to get in there and, and um, you know fly the flag and and I think that role modelling is huge. You know, because th- there are there are some really good young players coming through, um, and and hopefully they want to play for Peel. You know what I mean? I think it's a it's a it's really fantastic. So plans, plans um, you're obviously going to do the road trip back. Was the road trip up okay? No, there weren't any hiccups along the way, no? Well,
1: us three actually came up together. I drove these two up. Um, we didn't have really anything. I think a couple of the girls slept and a couple of them talked each other's ears off. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We made a rule where there was no cricket talk in the cars. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that stopped us, but... No.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. No, absolutely. We didn't know that rule when we got into the car. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and who uh, who won Country Week in the end? Geraldton A. Geraldton A. Geraldton, yeah, yeah, Geraldton A and Geraldton B played um the Grand Final
1: tonight. Okay. Yeah. Well was it. Yeah, yeah really well was Really played. nice bunch of girls.
0: Let us yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: You got yeah. yeah. one Oh, we were. Another, another Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which you got three wickets. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, even against that game yesterday with them, they were so supportive. Like the wing was just oh. terrible. Yeah. and they were they were very supportive and, and yeah, very like yeah. come on girls, like you got this. Like yeah, giving us really advice really yeah. and allowing yeah. me to get
1: wickets against, the three against them yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even
0: yeah. a bowling. So that would have been the, uh, the 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 Bidwell family would have would have had a big big role for, with Geraldton bidwell is that like, like, was Anne? so yep so you got yes, li- yeah. yeah yep and yeah. and her daughters and her daughters. so olivia bidwell yeah. and uh i yeah. can't remember the other other one's name but yeah there's there's a yeah there's a few of them they are they are like sporting champs up there in geraldton um husband husband shane's a, a wa country cricket superstar um and yeah, the girls are done very very well up there as well so um, and she's been a leading uh, force in getting women's cricket up and about in Geraldton Uh, so that's that's all good Um, look I'll tell you what girls I know you girls are real itching to get back to the the team and sort of get back out into the celebrations after having a fantastic win today so uh, thank you so much for making some time tonight and coming online Um, it's a bit of a country week special this week because we obviously didn't have any cricket on the weekend um so we've got a you know bit of a country week special being led by you three lovely ladies. So thank you very much for coming on board and um safe trip back. Behave yourselves on the way back and tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, that's been uh Holly, Ash and Beck from the PCA women's team who've just competed in the uh the second um women's country week, which is fantastic and it's only gonna grow more and more. Thank you very much. Um, and you are on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. We'll be back after this. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you. you. See ya. Bye-bye. Okay. We're back. Um, The Pavilion Peel Cricket Show presented by me, Orazio Santo I'm here every week um, trying to pump up this competition and cricket in the Peel region um, because there's some bloody awesome stuff happening, Um, proudly supported by Retrovision, ESA, Sport and Everlast Sports Drinks, like I keep saying every week, they get behind us, it's important that we get behind them, so buying electrical goods, white goods, etc, there's only one place to go, ESA Sport doing some great things, um, really enabling access to a whole heap of um, sporting memories and and memorabilia, even um, as well as being distributors of the good stuff, Everlast sports drinks. So uh, get behind them. (coughs) Thank you to Holly, Ash, and Beck for their time. Um, Like I said, uh, it was valuable uh, celebrating time that I took them away from, um, but they were super excited, as you probably heard. In their voices and um, I'm pretty excited myself to sort of see this thing grow and see how it goes moving forward I believe well as they said next year's tournament next two years will be in the southwest so being a little bit closer might get a few more people involved so um, let's see how it goes and let's see how it transpires into the back end of the beyond bank ladies competition moving forward Okay, before we uh, wrap this baby up, uh, we're going to quickly go over Retrovision Premier T20 cricket. Tuesday night was White Knights, Beldivis versus Shoalwater Bay. Now, we've seen Shoalwater before, but we haven't seen White Knights this year. Uh, the time we were down to have them, um, it was uh, one of those early games where we had the rain. So White Knights, good side for the first time ever. And you probably heard it in the little interview I did with uh, Steph Botha, their Saturday captain. Um, The Botha brothers, three of them. Uh, Eric, who's playing for South Perth at the moment. Uh, Steph, who's, well, leading wicket taker in the competition at the moment. And uh, his other brother, Rob, who's uh, come over to WA from New South Wales. First time they've all played in a a team together. I I find that strange because they're all, you know, 20s. But, hey, um, pretty exciting time, I guess, and that's the beauty of this competition. It, it provides all these opportunities. Be it, um, and he did mention, and, and this happens every week as well. Players are playing different grades normally get to play in the in the top team um, because of their skill set, what they bring to uh, the party. So it was great. Anyway, White Knights won a toss, decided to bat on it on a different Peel Wood reserve wicket. A little bit more moisture left in it, uh, a little bit more grass, and and it's understandable with the heat that we had and what's coming up. Um, groundsman just decided just to leave a little bit more in it to prepare it for Saturday, I guess, and, and future games. The square is in magnificent nick, by the way. Um, you know, kudos to the groundsman there. You know, the, the spread of grass on the square in January is amazing because normally by this stage it starts getting a bit bare. And but, um, we're gonna have good wickets there throughout the season, no doubt. So, anyway, um, batting first 120 all out, and th- this is after Eric. Uh, lost a couple of wickets here and there, but Eric Botha was playing on a different wicket. He put on an absolute clinic. He did some stuff that was amazing. Um played this reverse lap off uh, young Mitch Oliver who bowled and we'll talk about him in a sec. Um t- just yeah, real superstar sort of stuff. Hitting the ball everywhere, fifty-three off thirty-seven balls, four fours and four sixes, and was on his way to a hunt do like well, you don't know, but he was well on his way to a big, big score and, and White Knights were gonna go. Um, but strangely enough, like I said, it was a bit grassy, and uh, I'm not sure whether he had the half spikes or the full spikes, but he, uh, he slipped over early in the innings, but it was okay, but this time uh, he got sent back by his partner, and uh, the late ring-in, which was uh, Daniel Coles, the prez of uh, White Knights Bell Divers, because their other pl- um, returning player, I guess, or or, or marquee player, because Eric both is a returning player. Uh, marquee player was going to be uh, Lockie Pratt, who plays at Perth, but he was a late withdrawal, so... Uh, Dan Cole's got the call up. You know, so he sent Eric back. Probably wasn't a run, so... But, um, yeah, he slipped over, fell on his backside, and they got the easiest to run outs, and that was the most unfortunate way to get out. And uh, I guess the crowd was, was robbed of what could have been something special. Um, you know, we obviously saw that magnificent innings early on in the Hillman match. Um, so we might have seen that in the second in the, this game here, White Knights v. Shoulder Bay. But uh, why not all that for one twenty? Some really, really good bowling. I started Matty Skelton, the, uh, my, my 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 man Bjorn Borg, um, who actually played up to it, which was fantastic. So well done, Matty. Uh, thanks for for playing up to it. Just you know, providing the entertainment here. Um, had a little tennis serve when he was out there, so that, that was fantastic. Um, bowled really well. Bowls little left armors and um, has been probably listening and watching and 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 learning about how to play t twenty cricket and. Out of his four overs, I don't think he bowled the same ball twice. He bowled cutters. He bowled slow balls. He bowled wide of the crease, round the wicket, over the wicket. You name it, he did it and had him in all sorts. His second over was a double wicket maiden. Now, who bowls them in, in T20 cricket? He finished with three for 16, really set it all up. Uh, Jared O'Brien, as soon as I saw him bowl one or two balls, I thought, this wicket's made for you, sort of real hit-the-deck bowler, and that's the sort of wicket that it was. He got two for uh, 21. Um... And then Jackson Ward bowled, yeah, he got three for at the end. Uh, he got three for 16, little creepy sort of bowling. He sort of creeps up to the wicket and then sort of puts it up there. And um, again, sounds like I'm on the uh, spinners bandwagon, and probably am, but uh, Mitch Oliver, young young bowler, um, bowled with really good control, very unlucky to, to, to go wicketless, uh, none for 20 off his four, but really bowled, an important part, important spell of the game, and the, the most a uh, pleasing thing to see was not only his control, but also the fact that he knew what to do and he had plans. He had definite plans. He set the field and bowled to it. So mate, well done. Keep going. And uh, Charlie Burke is doing some coaching with him. Uh, keep going, Burkey. Doing some really good stuff there. So anyway, one twenty all out. And um, in reply, so under lights, you never know. Um, Eric both and Steph both are open the bowling. So the both the Botha boys and yeah, you know, Steph's good big bowler. Uh, probably floated him up a little bit too much and didn't quite hit the deck enough um, and then lost his radar a little bit, bowled a lot of wides and defending 120 couldn't be done. But uh, Eric come on at the other end and uh, he's quite slippery. He he was was letting him rip. Um, Corey Wasley opened the batting. Um, Just struggled for timing for the first little bit and uh, then he found it and the boy showed his class. It was really, really good to see. Been lucky to see this kid develop and grow over... The last four or so years, but um, it was a classy inning 79 not out of 54, five fours, five sixes. Um, has no fear, plays some you know, takes the spinners on, um, hits them long, long way for a slight guy. He hits the ball really hard and really fast. He's got amazing timing, and uh, it was really, really outstanding inning 79 off 55, took the game away. Um, shoulder one by seven wickets with about two or so overs to spare not only were the boundaries impressive though and this is this is something to learn as well was the fact that he was um he he was batting at about four his swing's got about four paces he doesn't only go one swing so he's got about four different paces to his swing and by that i mean he was he was hitting the ball to the boundary rider and getting twos because he didn't hit hard he just hit it soft enough Hard enough to get past the infield, but not too hard to get to the uh, outfielder too quick. And taking twos and little things like that and hitting it to the left and to the right. Really controlling um, where he was placing the ball. Really classy innings for someone that's, you know, 16 coming 17. Uh, amazing stuff. So well done, Corey, and uh, probably good for you in your, you know, for the rest of the season sort of thing. So uh, really well done. And well done to Show Water. And I think that nearly puts them into... Finals category. Um, I I find it hard to work out how the the whole thing works. So, uh, someone might be able to explain it to me. Um, but they they've got a win and they they're in the mix to uh, to get through to the finals. So, um, next week we have yet another belter. Um, I'll just quickly get that up. I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, Hillman v Mandra. That's got Ripper written all over it. Hillman started the season. Started the uh Retrovision T Twenty. Premier League on fire, and uh, Mandra um, were very, very impressive. Um, I dare say their invitation player, whatever you want to call, it, marquee player, will be different because um, Chris Saberg, who uh, yeah lived up to all expectation, has been or well, is away with the uh, the scorches, so he may or may not play tomorrow night. Don't know, um, but he won't be able to come back, uh, as we know, he'll have to do fourteen days of quarantine. So. Um, It'll be interesting to see whether Mandra would go out um, shopping and see whether we can get another player. Um, and uh, Hillman, we know, got a pretty solid team with their returning players. They've got Johnny Sanders, who's on fire at the moment, took an absolute pearler of a catch. Oh, that just reminded me. Did we see some catches? Jared O'Brien took one of the best court and bowls you're ever going to see. And then... Um, Willem de Klerk from White knights Divers at point took an absolute screamer as well. So do yourself a favor, get on to the, uh, the coverage and uh, just yeah, fast forward enough to see those two catches because they were amazing. And yet again, the fielding was outstanding. Both teams, a couple of drop catches, but hey, no one, no one means to. But essentially, the, the, the fielding standards have been quite impressive. So well done, everyone. So anyway, uh, Showwater Bay, winners versus White Knights-Baldivis. Three for one, two, one defeats White Knights Belt Iversall at 120. Next week, Hillman versus Mandra promises to be an absolute cracker. Um, we've got a very, very good week of cricket coming up this Saturday, round 14. Uh, we have in A-grade, we've got Singleton versus Hall's Head. That has got classic written all over it as well. Um, could really set the stage for who's going to sort of finish top. Um, Singleton had a bit of a disappointing one before the break uh, Halls head just going along nicely so that'll be an absolute cracker um, Warmbra v Mandra well hey there's another really good one Pinjara Secret Harbour now Pinjara, the unlucky team of the kind con- how many games have they lost last ball one wicket one run ties um, so we'll see what happens there and Secret Harbour been you know knocking on the door as well so that, that could be a, a ripper uh, Waruna Shoalwater Bay, Waruna flying along, equal top, um, Showwater just doing their thing and they're winning and winning and winning, um, would have got some really good sort of stuff out of Tuesday night, and we have South Mandra versus White Knights, Divers. South Mandra have lost two games in a row, quite disappointingly really, for, for their standards, their lofty standard they set early in the season, um, they'll be looking to bounce back and bounce back hard out at Falcon Reserve, so really really good see um, round of round 14 of the PCA coming up this Saturday um, the real stuff starts here we've got a really good run in home towards the finals I'm excited I hope you guys are excited um, good luck to everyone involved this weekend may all your shots hit the middle of the bat may all your balls hit the top of off stump all the catches hit the middle of the hands and have a great week. We'll see you all next week. We'll see you all Tuesday when you're tuning in for Retrovision Premier T20 League Cricket. This is the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, proudly supported by Retrovision, ESA Sport and Everlast. I'm Horatio I'm enjoying bringing this to you every week. Adios, amigos. See you next week.